This is WCNO Palm City, the good news station. Stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders, nobody would have chosen, and you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil's hello, and welcome to the Financial Literacy Show with your host, Hubert McIntosh, CPA, a member of SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness, bringing financial education to America, one community at a time. Now here's your host, Hubert McIntosh. Good evening. Good evening, family. Thank you for joining us once again on this beautiful Friday afternoon. But... I have a little, it's beautiful, but I'm not in Palm City today. I'm not in Palm City, so I'm broadcasting to you from West Palm Beach. And if Palm City is as beautiful, I can tell you, in West Palm Beach by the airport, it is picture perfect. Picture perfect, I'm telling you right now. If you call the Weather Bureau to even check, you cannot get a better weather the sun is shining the palm trees are blowing there's a wind going across and it's just a lovely day it's in the 70s just a lovely day so thank you for joining us and i know some of you you know i always get on my toronto people because i know some of you have joined from toronto and the last couple of times it was knowing so much dear so i want to welcome you guys and send you some sunshine also people from texas we want to send out prayers and well wishes to our family and friends and our neighbor in beautiful beautiful state of texas as they have been going through some challenges, some unusual weather, and then the energy system buckled a bit there. So we are keeping them in prayers. So if you guys would just join with me and just agree with me in prayers. Why, why don't we do it now? Because a lot of times, sometimes we say we're going to pray and we don't do it. Let's do it right now. Almighty God and Father, we just thank you for the opportunity that we can come before you, Father God. Father, you gave us the privilege that we can make intercession for others, Father God. So specifically right now, Father, we could be praying for so many things, you know, our country, our individual families. But right now, Father, we're going we, we're gonna to lift up the great state of Texas to you with the challenges that they're going through. Father, we're not saying others are not going through challenges, but we're particularly lifting up Texas at this moment. Father, we don't know exactly what to pray for, but we know they need prayers. So we are just interceding and knowing that the Holy Spirit will be communicate with you on their behalf. So we just cover them, and we cover them in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. So thank you for joining. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA. I'm not in the studio. I'll be back in the studio next week. 
but I, but we're still going to have class. We're still going to have class. So get your pen, get your paper. We're going to continue the subject we started two weeks ago because it's February. We're still in February. And February is the love month. Yes, yes. So we make it the love month. You know, you know most of that we just used February 14th, Valentine's Day. You know, but we said we're going to make the entire month, the love month. And we started talking to you about insurance. Remember, we started talking to you about insurance. So if you don't remember, you can go to financialeducational.org, financialeducational.org. And I believe we had a little challenge with the on-demand on the station. I'm not sure if it's fixed. You know, but if you go to financialeducational.org or WCNO On Demand and you don't find it there, let me take the moment and apologize now and you can reach out to me specifically and I can get you a copy of that recording, okay? And you can reach us, let me give you the number, 561 332 one seven five 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 six one three three two one seven five five and you can leave any messages there you want to reach us for something to provide an answer for something to guide you in anything we're here to serve we're here to serve you so any questions you have any clarification any comments that's the number you can leave the, the such message for us five six one three three two one seven five five when i'm in the studio i would have given you the studio number but since i'm not in the studio yes you can still call the studio but i'm giving you a direct access to me five six one three three two one seven five five so thank you thank you again for joining so the last time we spoke we met together right we went through love we spoke about love and we also spoke about insurance and we combine insurance with love and we were saying we were talking about some of the statistics you know why do some people buy insurance why do some people don't buy why some people believe why some people don't and because we were in the love month we said that it was a love product. Insurance is a love product. But, but, there is a big but to it. It's a love product. So let me address a question. So what I'm hoping to address in the next, what well, we have now, 53 minutes, what I'm hoping to address is, say for instance, we already went through the preliminary that it's a love product. But I'm going to tackle a question that's not properly addressed even when you go on google you're gonna go on google yes you're gonna say oh my gosh hubert says better than google no that's not what i'm saying but i'm giving you i'm giving you the answer without any ulterior motive you always when you listen to certain response to certain things you always have to wonder you have to wonder this what's the motive 
what's the motive of the speaker? What's the motive? You always have to think about that. And you remember this scripture. You remember this scripture where they went to Paul and they said, Paul, you know, St. Paul I'm talking about. They said, Paul, you know, you have come guys down the street, you know. They are preaching. They are preaching and they're saying that they're better preacher than you and they're better preacher than Apollos. Do you guys remember that scripture? All right. So here's the thing about it. Paul reacted or responded differently than they expected. You remember how Paul responded? Paul says their motive may be wrong. But nevertheless, Christ is being preached. And if Christ is being preached, what Paul was saying, that's the ultimate. But you always have to consider motive. What's the motive? So I'm going to introduce you today. I'm going to talk to you about why don't I, this is personal now, this is not the station saying this, this is Hubert McIntosh. Why don't I believe that people buy insurance? I'm not even going to use the love factor. We know, yes, love is a factor, but we're going to go outside and talk about what I believe is probably the number one reason. The number one reason I believe that people don't buy life insurance is because they don't understand it. You guys disagree with that? They don't understand it. They don't understand it. Because, it, it, and, and I am hoping that in the next 50 minutes, I'll be able to share enough with you to, 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 to strengthen my argument there. Because what I'm going to say, so here's the claim I'm going to make. I'm going to make the claim that if, People understand life insurance. They'll buy life insurance. But people don't because it's confusing. Right? It's confusing. So that's the framework. So we're going to go through it. Some of, some of it going to be repeat. So I'll go fast there. And then other places, I'll slow down and break it down to you, you know. So I have a presentation. I'm gonna, so, so basically, I have 23 pages that I'm going to go through. Yeah, we're going to get through it. So gauging myself, then if I do two minutes a page, but some page I'll go faster. All right? So what is life insurance? Life insurance is a multipurpose financial tool. So just that in itself, multipurpose financial tool, but do you know a lot of people think life insurance is for one purpose? A lot of people think life insurance is you die, you die, you're gone, somebody gets your money, you don't know what they're going to do with your money. So that makes you hesitant because you're going to say, you're saying, why should I sacrifice something for somebody who I don't know if they're going to squander my money. Because you think that it's one purpose. 
But life insurance is a multi-purpose financial planning tool. So let me start that. And I'm going to develop and I'm going to explain to you, right? Life insurance is and was primarily, and this is the part that's the challenge, life insurance was primarily designed to protect family financial security after they die. That's the primary reason, primarily designed to protect the family security after the breadwinner dies. And sometimes it's not even the breadwinner because it doesn't have to be the breadwinner for the family to, to be in stress. A child can die and the family is in financial stress. The homemaker, whether male or female, can die, the family in in, 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 the, in financial distress. So a lot of times people say the breadwinner, the breadwinner, put the life insurance on the breadwinner. No, you have to look at the family as a whole. You have to look at the family because all members of the family, if they go prematurely, and that's an interesting word because tomorrow is not promised to no one, but we're going to use prematurely. We're going to use prematurely for the sake of this conversation. So you have to look at the entire family. And I know that's a challenge. I know that's a challenge for a lot of people where you say to them, oh, you must have life insurance on the children. And they'll say, no, I could never have life insurance on my children. So then you stop and you ask yourself this question. Do children die? Do children die? You have, to, you have to stop and think about that. And I know I am messing with some of your philosophy today because you never ever thought of that. You never ever thought of that. And you may say, well, children die. Okay, the problem is only going to be if dad dies. No, that's, I'm sorry, that's very old school thinking. A child can die and mess up the family. And you're like, wait, how can the child mess up the family? The child is not bringing in income. Yes, the child is not bringing in income. But what is that child bringing? That child is bringing love, emotion, psychological effect. Do you know what happens to a parent when a child dies? Oh my gosh, if you don't know, you ask some people. You ask some people, and sometimes it's even a hard question to ask people because, you, you know, so go Google it. Look at the experiences. I am telling you, the trauma, the trauma that a family goes through when a child dies, oh, my gosh, mom don't feel like working. Dad don't feel like working. Mom is blaming dad. Dad is Guys, I'm just telling you reality. I'm telling you reality. I am not telling you things to get you scared, but I'm sharing reality with you. So it was primarily designed to protect the family security after you die. Number two in that. So what was the secondary? It was secondarily designed to help protect your, your financial security while you're alive while you're alive some of you have never heard this before secondary design to help protect your financial security while you're alive 
What does that mean? The life insurance can be also of living benefits. Yes. So I give you the primary purpose when you die. The secondary purpose is to help you while you're alive. Life insurance solves three puzzles. Three puzzles life insurance solves. If you take three puzzle pieces and you put them together, life insurance solves three puzzles. What are those three? Die too soon. Die too soon. And I say solve it. And please don't misunderstand me when I say solve it. I am not minimizing the loss of someone that life insurance replaces it emotionally. And that, that's not what I'm saying. So please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's solved. When I say it's solved, I'm talking about financial solve. Remember, we are on the financial literacy show. So when I say solve, I'm talking about financial solve, okay? So the three financial solve that life insurance does if you die too soon. If you die too soon. Next one. If you live too long. If you live too long. And the next one is if you get some kind of a chronic ailment, chronic sickness, something like that. Life insurance can solve all three. But the challenge is now where I am saying where it's a lack of understanding or a lack of knowledge. And that's what we hope to clear up on the financial literacy show. We hope to clear up that to where we can provide you with some education, right? So, yeah, let's so so let's look at let's let's look at what life insurance can do, you know, because it's very interesting that you know that, you know, debt benefits. All right, we we already spoke about that. When you die, life insurance can what? And this is topic that most of you know. So I'll go through this fast because most people know about debt benefits. When you die, life insurance can help pay off.
If it's about the agent, press one. If it's about the companies, press two. Guys, you in Florida and all the states of the United States, some of you are listening internationally. I cannot speak for the international laws, so please forgive me on this. But I can speak for the 50 main states of the U.S. because every state as a chairperson called the insurance commissioner. Every state has an insurance commissioner. And the number one goal for the insurance commissioner is to make sure the citizens of that state is not being ripped off for anything. And the beautiful thing and I know you're going to say, yes, 50 states. You're going to say there are red states and blue states. But I'm going to stick my neck out. You know what I can almost assure you? The insurance commissioners. I'm just sharing my experience with you and the experience that I've heard from others. The insurance commissioners are not politically motivated. Yes, I know some of you don't want to believe that. Some of you don't want to believe that because you want to believe one way or the other. But the insurance commissioners, it's like a band of brotherhood, whereas they want to make sure that the citizens of their state Yes, I know sometimes you wish your senator or your congressperson was like that and I'm not going political, but and they may not see it so. But the life insurance, the insurance commissioners, is back, you know, we, we use this back in Acts when it says in the early days they were in one accord. Insurance commissioners are in one accord. I can tell you this. I have experienced it. They are in one accord. Okay? So I reminded you. So if you have questions, I, I'm not in the studio. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CP. I'm not in the studio. But you can call if you have a question. You can call, you can call the office at 561-332-1755. 561-332-1755. You leave a message and someone will get back to you, okay? All right. So let's talk about the living benefits as we continue. So you remember the question now. You guys remember the question? Remember now. So you call the agent or you call the company. And this was where we were. We are talking about transparency, where they're transparent. So when you call the company, whichever company it is, you have all kind of companies, you know them. Some of them you see on TV, some you don't see on TV. And you ask the company or the agent, ask a simple question. I, tr I, I, I recommend you write it down, but I believe the question is so easy. question is so easy, you'll remember it. Ask them, do you have a smart insurance? Do, they, do, do you have a small, you know, ask them to check. I am calling to check if I have a smart insurance. All right. So what's the follow-up? If you have a 
smart insurance, that person is just going to start rattling off. Like, like a machine gun telling you what you have. All right? So these are the clues. I'm prepping, you know, when you make this call, ask, do I have smart insurance? Is my policy a smart policy? If you have it, that answer just going to start flow. But I'm telling you now, if you start getting an answer like you hear in crickets on the line and you hear the person say, mm, what, 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 what do you mean? You're gonna, I'm telling you this, you're gonna so sense it. Part of it, you're gonna hear like cr crickets where you're gonna wonder if the line was disconnected and then you have to be asking are you hearing me are you hearing me and then the person may come back on and they may say mom sir what 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 do you mean smart insurance well let me tell you something right now if that person asks you what do you mean smart insurance right away right away you have a clue because if you have smart insurance Smart insurance is supposed to solve three financial puzzles. Die too soon, live too long, or get chronic sickness. Yeah. All right? So that's your clue. So you know now how to call. Okay? So living benefits. Living benefits can supplement your retirement. Yes. It can serve as a funding vehicle for college education. College education. I see people are struggling, you know, their children, they don't have any college education. They didn't even know that life insurance was a vehicle that you could have that can help your child go to college. You didn't know that? Life insurance can help people start a business. I'm talking, you know, so you, you, you know and we're going to get and we're going to talk more about it. Buying a second home. Life insurance can help you buy a second home. You know, there's so much feature of advanced benefits out of the debt benefit. Yes. You, I, I know that's, that, that's it. That's, that line got you guys because you're wondering, what does he mean advancing benefits out of the debt benefit? Oh, you see, you thought it only had debt benefit. They're advancing benefits out of the debt benefit. Yep. You know, and, and that one, I could go on and on and that. But if you need to know, just reach out. Just reach out. Just reach out to us. 561-332-1755. 561-332-1755. All right? Here's another thing with living benefits. This is going to blow some of your mind now. You can have life insurance and you can withdraw money, right? You can withdraw money. You can withdraw money without fees, penalties. You, 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 this is just going to blow you away. But you have to, you can do it without the fees and the penalties. And also, sometimes you're going to have fees and penalty. So you got to be careful which one you have, all right? So, a 
our next question, this one was asked, a young lady had called, a young lady had called um, two weeks ago. How much insurance do I need? How much insurance do I need? Here's what happened. The scary part, you know, you have some agents. I won't, I will, I won't call any name to protect the innocent, you know, or the guilty, whichever it is. Um, you have people that to determine how much insurance you need, they're doing something called a financial needs analysis. A financial needs analysis. All right, let's 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 break that down. Financial needs analysis. So I come to your home, right, and I tell you, give me your bills, and I take your bills and and I take your you know your pay stub, and I take that and I put my those numbers in a little computer, and then I say to you, you need four hundred and thirty-two thousand. All right, okay, that's fair enough, right? But what is missing there? What is missing there? If I just give you or you give me all your expenses and your W-2 and your pay stub and I take all of this and then I say, this is what you need. A major, a major item is missing. What's my goal? You didn't ask me my goal. If someone doesn't ask you your goal and starts giving you recommendation, I'm encouraging you now to run. Because if someone starts giving you recommendation and don't ask you what you want, then that person is only talking to you about what they want from you. So this is where you got you just have to be careful. There's no way I can recommend something to you if I don't ask you what do you want. You notice I said want. Because let's ask ourselves what is life? Is life about needs only? If life is about needs only, then all of us could live a poverty lifestyle and be comfortable with it if that's what life was about. But let's be real. Remember, we are keeping a real conversation. Life is not just about needs. There are wants. People strive for different things because they want to. They want to. Okay, let's be real now. And, and I hope none of the pastors don't throw any rocks at me now. All right. Go to church and you tithe and then you give offering. Let's be real now. Is that a need or a want? And I know. I know that can be a touchy question. But I believe it's a want. 
people make sacrifice and give in the things that they believe. I believe that. Things that they believe. Sometimes you see some churches, and I'm just keeping it real now. You may see a church, right? You may see a church, okay? When I say church, I'm just talking about a, a building or whatever, you know, not the church, you know, the bride of Christ. You may see a congregation then, and the congregation has 200 people, right? 200 people. And then you see another congregation that has a thousand people. One has 200 and one has a thousand. Who is better off financially? No, there you're gone. No, you can't say the thousand. You cannot say the thousand. Let's break it down then. Let's break it down. If you have a church with a thousand people, with a thousand people, and 10%, and I'm being generous, 10% tied, that's 100. But the church with 275% tied, 75% tied. Because what happens? Sometimes that church with the 200 people, the belief is stronger. The belief is stronger. So what happened? The congregation participate more in giving where some of them even strive to live like the early church. You remember the early church and my friend called two weeks ago and he gave that scripture. You know, I think it was in Acts 4 where it says they lack nothing. They lack nothing. They lack nothing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So how much insurance do I need? That is a question where it boils down to how much do you want? I believe life insurance is a want product. It's a want product. Because someone may say, take your expenses and calculate it and says, this is how much you need. Yeah, but do they know that in your desire, in your heart desire, did they ask you, what if you wanted to leave $100,000 for your church? What if you wanted to leave $100,000 for your church? What if you want to leave $100,000 for each of your three children? What if you have desires, you have desires, you have wishes. So someone doing this needs analysis, but they don't ask you what you want. So this is where life insurance comes. It's a want product. Yes, you can say, well, you're going to do my budget. And you're going to say, well, my budget, you know, 150000 would cover my budget for five years. I don't know who that could do that for, but just say that hypothetically. My budget for five years and I'm gone. That's 30000 per year. And you may say to me, wow, you only need 150000 
You know, that's the biggest crap I've heard. I'm telling you, because I'm hearing it. I am hearing it. And I'm hearing people say, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to leave life insurance for anybody to get rich off me. Let me tell you something. Nobody, nobody can leave enough life insurance for somebody to get rich. Nobody. Because here's what, and this is part of the first, one of the first lessons I'm going to tell you now. This is part of what I tell you that people don't understand. How much life insurance, you think you can just buy any amount of life insurance? You didn't know that there's a limit? The average limit for life insurance for a person under 60 is 25 times your income. 25 times. If someone makes 40000 the maximum insurance they can get is 25 times. That's a million dollars. And if the person is over 60, the maximum life insurance you can get is 15 times your salary. So if that 60-year-old makes 100000 that 60-year-old can only get 1.5, you know, 15 times the salary. That's how, that's how it works. Okay? So nobody can get rich of life insurance, all right? So, so it, you know, how much, how much insurance do I need? You, you, it goes further. Look at the things that you need. When you calculate the needs, final medical expense, hospital cost, funeral expense, attorney, executor fee, probate cost, children's, grandchildren education, Mortgage balance, loan balance. You see, you see what I'm talking about? Because a lot of times we don't stop to realize that when someone dies, they are going to leave some debts. They're going to leave some debt. Very few people die and they don't leave some debt. A lot of times you're at a funeral. And I know this may touch some nerve, but I'm just telling you the truth. A lot of times you're at a funeral and you see people crying. You think they're mourning? Well, I can tell you this. I have seen it so many times. I've seen it so many times. A lot of those people who are crying, and this is sad for me to say, but I'm giving you the reality. A lot of people who are crying, they're just crying the challenges that this deceased person has left. Yeah. They're crying because of that. You see it. You see it in the news. You see it in the news. People that you would think they got their act together and you're thinking, you know, these people, they left this for their children and whatever. You have many, you have, you have many people die and don't even have a will. Don't even have a will. You think I'm kidding you? Don't even have a will. One of the worst things you can do for your family, if you, have a, if you have any type of assets or anything and you don't have a will, 
you don't have a will, you're going to create so much problem for your family. But I'm telling you, these things happen, you know? So life insurance, basic types. So how's we getting there? So we got 20 minutes for us to finish this, but we're getting there. Basic types. So we're going to talk to you about now the types, and you're going to see, it's going to convince you why it is so intimidating and it's not understandable that people, that because people don't understand it, they don't buy it. So what are the types of life insurance? There are two main types of life insurance, term life and permanent life. Think of it, term life, permanent life. Term life is for a period of time. If it's a 20-year term, after the 20 year, it expires, it's finished. Then you have permanent life. Permanent life stays alive as long as you keep making the premium, right? That's the basic, that's the basic type. Two basic type of life insurance. All right. So term life insurance. What does term life then? Wh why do you have different types? You have different types of things for different reasons. It comes back again to wants, to purpose, to goals. Term life, main reason. Main reason for term life insurance say 20 years or 30 years, it's the offer protection for a specified period. Give me, let me give you an example. Someone goes and they buy a house and they take out a 30-year mortgage, right? They buy a house and they take out a 30-year mortgage. It's husband and wife then. Just say they start out husband and wife. We don't bring children in yet, but we are planning to bring children. But we are husband and wife, and they buy a house. They take out a 30-year mortgage, right? If one of them die before that 30 year, there can be a financial problem. So one of the protection that term life offers is they buy a term of 30 year to go coincide with the mortgage so that if when the mortgage finishes, the, the insurance expires. But if in year 15, one of them die, then you have a 15 year mortgage, right? You have 15 years left on the mortgage. If someone doesn't have a life insurance, then it becomes a stress on that family. So that's one of the greatest term purpose for term life. But you also have a smart term life. A lot of people don't know this. Do you know you have term life insurance that after the third year, if you take out the right one, you get back the premium that you paid for all 30 years? You didn't know that? This is one of the smart type now yeah you pay premium check this out you pay 500 i'm just using a ridiculous number i'm just using a ridiculous number you pay 500 a month for 30 years so what's that 500 times 12 what's that Six thousand times 30 Six thousand times 30 what's that a hundred and eighty thousand do you know you have life insurance, term life insurance, that when that 30 years up, you get back your 180000 
That's why I'm telling you, you have to look into smart insurance. So what's the next one? Permanent life. Permanent life now is where the big confusion comes. Because term life in itself is simple. Term life in itself is simple. You know, you just want to make sure you have the smart one. But term life in its sense is simple. You pay the insurance money, insurance company money for a period of time, 10, 20, or 30 years. You pay them for a period of time. You die. Your beneficiary gets the money. If you don't die and you have it for 30 years and you have the return of premium, the insurance company gives you back your money. Yeah. So that part is easy. That part is easy. Term life is easy. The problem that people run into is insurance, is permanent life insurance. Permanent life insurance is confusing. life insurance provides cash value and debt benefit and most of them do you know you have variable life insurance provides cash value provides debt benefit also but listen to that word it says variable variable life insurance what does variable mean 
anytime you're talking about any investment products. Yes, a lot of people don't want to call life insurance an investment product. But anytime you're dealing with any types of product that can be investment product and it says variable, that means you can get a very high rate of return. But keep in mind, anytime you can get a very high rate of return, you can also get a high rate of loss. So don't let this person fool you and tell you, oh, John, you can get maximum return without any risk. Nope, nope, nope. That's not economics. That is trickery. That is trickery. Anytime somebody tell you, so you say you want this high return. The higher the return comes with higher risk. And it saddens me like when people are hearing from somebody, oh, this guy says he can get me this double-digit return. Really? At what risk? At what risk? Guys, double-digit return comes with double-digit risk. It, there's no free lunch. There's no free lunch. Don't think you can get no high rate of return without high rate of risk. Anytime you start hearing that, you better go Google Bernie Madoff if you don't know him. People telling people, oh, I can get you 12% per month. Are you ridiculous? 12% per month? But yet still you, you can get a mortgage for 3%, but you can get involved in an investment that gives you 10, 12% a month. Whoever tell you that, I don't care if you say it's your, your deacon, your pastor. You, you, listen, anybody who tells you that, they are lying to you. They're lying to you. Please. Jesus said we must be gentle as a dove, but we must be wise as a serpent. Guys, open your eyes. Stop letting people. And that's why we created this show. That's the purpose of this show. Financial literacy so our community on WCNO can be educated. Can be educated. You know, you... When I'm in the studio, I'm not there today. You can call me there. You get me, you ask questions. If I'm not there, questions you have, you call 561-332-1755. 561-332-1755. You may get a message. You will hear it. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA. But when you call there, you're going to hear you, the message will say McIntosh Financial Group. It's still me. You're still dealing with me. I am educating you. It's part of your education so that your education continues so that you have more access. Because you only had access, you know, Fridays at 4 p.m. And you may have a question during the week. So you have more access to me. Five six one three three two one seven five five, and you have the website financialeducational.org. Okay. All right. Insurance, universal life insurance. So we talk about 
Variable life insurance, universal life insurance, variable universal life. So you have variable life, universal life, and you have variable universal life. Just that alone is confusing. And it doesn't stop there. Then you have old life, and then you have index life. Guys, you got to understand these things. You got to understand these things. All right? We're getting there. We only have a few minutes left. So we're wrapping up. Okay. So here, there are things that you should know in addition to what I've said before. You know, debt benefits. You have to be careful of this too. Debt benefits are based on the claims paying ability of the life insurance company. So if someone is selling you um, a life insurance and you may not know the company, let them tell you about the company. Let them tell you about the company, right? Let them tell you about the company. And um, there is a little trick. There's, remember, I'm just revealing it all to you. You know, some people may get upset with me because I say this. But there's a little trick out there. You know, a lot of times people go on Google and they say, well, they're going to look for a company's rating. Look for a company's rating. Yeah, have you guys heard that? And they go and they may see a company's A+, AA+, A++, A2+, and then you may see a company that's B-. And in your mind's eyes, you're saying A++ must be better than B-. And I want to caution you there. A++ is not necessarily better than B-. You have to evaluate what is the agent, what, 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 what's those rating agency what are they rating what are they rating because the rating may be based on one thing and you are hoping for something else one of the key thing you want to know is that your company is leveraged enough that if all the policy holders die at the same time and you may say oh hubert that's ridiculous yeah whether well, it's ridiculous or not you want to make sure that your company your company can pay everybody. Yeah. You don't want to be involved with a company that they owe so much money. They owe so much money that if you die, then you, your family can't get the money. Or if you get sick and you file a claim and you can't get the money, you got to be careful. Okay. So I've talked to you about the type. Here is one of the best benefits that people don't know. 95% of you, and I'm being generous, don't, don't know this. Did you know that life insurance has tax advantages? Did you know that? Did you know that the debt benefit, when someone dies and leaves money, for their beneficiary, whether it's your children, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your church. Did you know that that money is tax-free? 
Did you know that you can withdraw money from your life insurance tax-free? Yeah. Life insurance is a tax vehicle. You see, a lot of you heard about you hear about 401k, right? Most people hear about that. You hear about IRA, which is 408, right? IRA is 408. Then you have 401k. Then for government, for government and nonprofits, then you have 457. You have 457. You have 457b. All of those, all of those numbers are part of the Internal Revenue Tax Code, right? So what are you saying, Hubert? Life insurance is a part of the tax code. Life insurance is 7702. 7702. You can Google that. 7702. 7702 is life insurance. 101A9, that's life insurance. It's all part of the Internal Revenue Code. So you ask yourself, why you know about some and you don't know about the others? And that's the question that you have to ask yourself, you know. Remember I said to you, got to go back and see what's the message. What's the messenger saying? What is that messenger saying? The purpose of the messenger. All right? Okay. So there are terminologies that you have to know. You know, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up with you. We got two minutes with you. We're just going to wrap up with you. And we're just going to point out some terminology that is good for you to know, okay? You know, so, all right. So we're going to wrap up now in this last minute that we have. So beneficiary, premiums, cash value. Beneficiaries, premiums, cash value. These are things you have to know. Debt benefit, general account, separate account, variable, you, you, you know, and you're like separate account. Yes, they're separate account also. You know, so I just hope that you got something out of this, but I wanted to break this down for you today to give you a better understanding. Thank you for joining us. Remember, you can call us 561 332 1755 for any other questions you have. You take care, have a good evening, and I will catch you next week. I'll be live in the studio. Take care, have a good day. Thanks for joining us this week on the Financial Literacy Show, the show centered around providing financial education across America, one community at a time. Be sure to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. with your questions ready to go. For more information, visit SofaUSA.org. God bless you and have a great week. So let me go down.